The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the more you know sports podcast. Currently, as we speak right now, I have to assume that an off day in South Beach means that all of the boys are hanging somewhere down there drinking Mai Tais with Pitbull, DJ Khaled, probably Flo Rida, Bad Bunny and the boys celebrate the fact that after eight games in April, the Cardinals are in first place. Thoughts? Uh, I saw Lars was on uh, – I follow him on Instagram. I saw he was on the – on the beach, on a, I mean, in the ocean on a boat. So I'm assuming that's what they're doing today, probably relaxing. I'm on They've got 35 games in 36 days coming up. So I think they're probably taking it easy, they are enjoying one of their last off days. They're currently having my ties with Bad Bunny. I hope not. I guarantee, I guarantee Lars and Tyler O'Neill are. I hope that, I don't know if that, I don't know. I don't know if they need to go out partying tonight. They need to focus on the series. That's my opinion on it. Oh, you're one, you. <laughs> it's a big series, man. <laughs> You got you got to get fat on you got to get fat on the bad teams and I hope they take that to heart. Have you not heard of Babe Ruth or Mickey Mantle? Um, how how long did Babe Ruth live? It, that's irrelevant. It's not relevant. I don't. I prefer our players to live a little bit longer. Well, you think you think Tyler's probably in the gym? Maybe a few uh, kettlebell swings. Maybe throwing up a few deadlifts right now. I think Ty, Tyler's probably built different. He might have the Mickey Mantle gene. He's probably. <laughs> He probably does. So it's possible that you're saying that Tyler's in the gym doing some uh, goblet squats while pounding my ties with Bad Bunny. Tyler might be in the gym while drinking alcohol. He's just there a little we different. Go. We'll there see. We what he, I don't know. I don't know what that man's up to, but I'm sure it's a sight to behold. Yeah. yeah. Just one day in my life, I'd like to stroll down South Beach with the confidence with Tyler O'Neill's body. No, I wouldn't. If I had his body, I wouldn't wear a shirt unless I was in the game. Ever. I would never have a shirt on. I'd go to work in just shorts. <laughs> if I had his, right. I, I swear I wouldn't ever, I might never wear clothes. I might just be naked all the time. Oh, man. Tyler, that man is, that man is not, he's built differently. I love him. He has to have 5% body fat or less. What do you like, think honestly, Tyler O'Neal Neal looks like? A Tyler O'Neal Neal? Yeah, like what do you think he eats? Oh, meal. I was so confused. Um, Chicken and broccoli. Bland chicken, brown rice and broccoli. You know, he might be one of those guys that just goes out and pounds like Chick-fil-A all the time. It doesn't affect him. I'd like four. Like, I, w- I get that impression that he just eats whatever he wants and works out so much that it doesn't matter. I want two fried chickens and a Coke. You think that's what he does? Probably not Coke, no. These guys today, man, they're built differently. Like, Hey, I shout out to all of them. I uh, definitely, I could not eat like that. There's no way. Like I, I'm trying to lose weight right now, and this is the hardest damn thing I've ever done in my life. Granted, I played sports my entire life as a younger lad and never had to worry about it. And as I got older, I got lazy. Uh, I really blame you and your sisters. That's your fault. Um, so I'm really trying right now. This is the dumbest thing ever. And granted, these guys obviously are burning, like they're in peak physical condition. But the fact that they also eat. Like the worst food you could ever eat, and I love chicken and broccoli. Don't get me wrong, but I could not eat it three times a day. I think I could. Oh, if man. I had, I think I could. But also, you got to think. I mean, how many millions of dollars are they getting paid to be in that shape? Like they have more motivation than you do to do it. I, boy, that, their motivation I, is that three hundred million dollar deal they want to get. I my motivation is living a little bit longer, but good lord, I feel like my motivation is <laughs> a little bit more. But I still can't eat like JJ Watt does. That man eats like ten pounds of chicken a day. 
If you ate like JJ Watt does, you would weigh 500 pounds. <laughs> well, he's just chicken and broccoli. He eats like five, he eats like 7,000 calories a day. Does he really? Something crazy. Yes. Look That's at the man. Phelps. He's huge. He eats a ton. Yeah. He, he like, he says he doesn't even like eating anymore because he just has, it's like fuel. He's like putting yeah. gas in it. He said he gets tired of chewing chicken breast. Like, also, can you, like, The Rock, can you imagine having his cheat meal? How many steroids are in his cheat meals? I, I mean, well, he does get most of it at McDonald's, I think. So, I mean, you can even leave that up how you want to. I mean, yeah, those guys, I don't even try to understand how they do what they do. They're, they're, they have a mindset that I can never comprehend. Yeah, they're all built differently, and I, I love it. Like, hey, it's why they are where they are and where you're talking about them. Yes, yeah, well, well I'm, I don't, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Oh. All um, right. Hey. Um, obviously, last time we talked on here, we kind of gave our little preview on the on the Brew Crew. Uh, we were hoping for better. A split's not the worst thing. They do say that's a lot like a tie, which is a lot like kissing your sister. Where do you believe that? Uh, now, like, where did that come from? The kissing your sister? Yeah. Alabama. Huh? Alabama. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know. I mean, I, like kissing. I'm so confused. I never, I don't know. I honestly had never heard that before. But you've never heard that, like, a tie in sports is like kissing your sister. No, really. But I'm gonna, but I also just to get into the game a little bit, the games, I think it, um, <laughs> I consider it a, I consider it a win for the Cardinals. Yeah, splitting the series. Win. I agree. I'm okay with a split right now. I feel like they they beat themselves yesterday. They didn't lose that game. They the, did. The Brewers did not deserve to win that baseball game. Like well, they didn't. They didn't beat us. Do you want to start yesterday? Do you want to start on Thursday? And again, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this. Obviously, our our fans and everybody out there, we appreciate you so much. You guys are the best. But obviously, they watched. I guarantee they watched the game. So it's not like we're going to give them any insider information that they don't know. Um, but you know, here's here's the one thing I will say, and this is why we have Twitter. And I love that we have Twitter because I get to keep up with a lot of people and a lot Cardinals Twitter. You just never know, man. They are very, um, I don't even know the word you want. Jekyll and Hyde. That, that's probably the best way I want to go. All I hear is how they needed to, and we've talked about this before. They evidently, there's so many Cardinal fans who think we should have 14 car- starting pitchers that we should have signed all the free agents. But then Mats and Miles, who threw great games this weekend, they throw great games and it is like, it's like a, a one big field of crickets out there, man. There's there's a couple chirps, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, to judge any starting pitching rotation right now yes. after a short spring training, a lockout, and not to mention we've played eight games, it's just stupid. It's well, just I did, dumb. I did have a very uh, good conversation with someone. I think it was on one of the fan pages. I follow our pages. I think on the Cardinals one on uh, Facebook, who was – very much on the edge after the loss coming into Milwaukee, right? So very much on the edge, well, whatever, the game coming into Milwaukee um, with the pitching. And he couldn't figure out why, we, why we're why we not getting quality starts when everybody else is. And I looked it up at that point in time as of Thursday, there had only been, we're talking a week into the league, right? 30 teams, they played six games, whatever it was. There had only been 24 quality starts. Like, no, like everybody, everybody in, in the right now with the shortened spring training and everything else, they're monitoring pitchers. Oh, we saw Clayton Kershaw throw a no-no and get our perfect, perfect game. Pulled. So let, let's just everybody relax on how deep into games we're going right now, how whatever we're doing, 
Uh, Wayno wasn't great Friday night. That's gonna, it's gonna, guys, it's gonna happen with every pitcher for the most part in baseball. Well, Milwaukee has just owned him in the last couple of times he's faced him. Just yeah. What, what do you think that is? What do you think that They're is? Sit, I mean, they, I don't know. They face him enough to where they just sit on the curveball, and when he leaves it up, it goes. You know what? I was surprised. Wong leads off the game with a with a triple off of a changeup, like, and you have played the game much sooner, much, yeah, sooner. More than, recently. Recently, there we go. Much more recently than I have, obviously. When you went up there, like, you know, when you hear about these guys who talk guess, guessing versus looking fastball and adjusting, I was look fastball and adjust guy. I never guessed, right? I like, I was, I, I don't know how those guys do it. But when you hit a, like, do you think he's looking breaking ball there and he just gets a change up that's left up a little bit? I, I, I can't. No, he just got a change up that was up. I can't ever imagine going into the plate. And, and looking change-up. I, just, he was, I mean, he wasn't. He just got a change-up, saw it up, and he was early on it. He, I mean, it was outside change-up that he left up, and he hit it down yeah. the line. He just hit a – big league hitters, when you leave a change-up up, they're going to hit it more times than not. And Colton Walker has been doing this a long time. And, and Goldie's talked about guessing. I, I don't know how you – like, I don't know how – I had to. I, there were times in my – when I was playing against Edwardsville or whoever who was throwing 90-plus where I had to guess. They were like there was guys they were throwing ninety and they were also throwing me nine curveballs a game, and I just had to eliminate a pitch. Like you have to go for one and hope you get you, you get it at one point in time during the game you'll get it. Like it you, you can't like miss the it. Got out on you on that breaking ball. It did. And then the next series and then the next um, time I faced the guy he threw me only fastballs. So I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean there are times where you have you have to do that. I wasn't good at guessing curveball because. That guy's curveball looked like it was hitting me in the throat every time he threw it. But um, I don't know. I mean, they get paid the big bucks. When someone's throwing 100 or whatever the case is, you can't. And and you're Nolan Arenado, who's not going to just see 100 the whole game because you know you can't beat him. Um, he's got to – he has to look at something at some point. Yeah. And I don't I, think it's I, guessing the hole at bat. I think it's, hey, the first two pitches of an at bat, I'm looking for this pitch in this location. If I see it, I have to destroy it. And that's I why they're some- so good. I heard Sean Casey and Billy Ripken talking about that one day, and Bill was talking about how Cal was like, that's all he did was guess, essentially. Or he would sit one pitch because he knew he was going to get it sooner or later. So anything else he's laying off of, he's literally hunting one pitch. I, I never had the possibility. I also swung early in the in the count quite often. If I got a fastball, I wanted it. I could always hit the, the changeup. I got to college, and I could not hit the slider. And their changeups got a lot better when I got. I almost think the word guess is kind of misleading. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think they they get the first two pitches. I mean, you'll see it all the time. We're like, why Goldie just take that fastball down the middle? He might have. I mean, he might have been attacked with a slider last time he faced him. Yeah, I was hoping he'd leave one up. I mean, you get those guys, especially when you're facing power pitchers, which the Brewers are chock full of. I mean, you look for one early on the count. If you get it, these guys don't miss it. So that's yeah. why they're so good. I think you're right, and and it was interesting to hear Billy, who also. Very good baseball player. Definitely overshadowed by his Best brother. baseball card of all time. <laughs> Absolute fuck face. Fantastic. I uh, wish I had those. I'm sitting on about, by the way, sitting on about 100,000 baseball cards. If any of y'all out there want to buy them, uh, send, me a, send me a DM. I'd appreciate that. Anyway, um, yeah, it, it was interesting for me to hear him say that, like, Cal would quite often say, okay, I'm going to hit this guy's curveball for a home run today. Cal <laughs> Ripken is one of the biggest anomalies to ever play the sport of baseball. <laughs> and then, and then Sean... Sean Casey was talking about how he was, I think how most guys are. I'm I'm hunting the fastball. You know, I'm looking fastball every time, and then I'm reacting off of that. And I think, you know, so we talked about so they, they asked Casey, uh, why why did you not guess? And he said, Well, I'm not Cal Ripken. Like <laughs> also, I think 
the guys who guess, um, not guess. I, I hate that phrase. Like, yeah, the guys who look for one specific pitch, those are the guys who are really good. Yeah. Because they're the ones that know, hey, I'm looking fastball here, and if I get it, it's gone. Yeah. And if he throws me a slider, I can adjust and smoke a ball somewhere. Yeah, I think like, it's right. not them selling out for – like, how many times do you really see Nolan or Goldie take a bad swing? It doesn't happen all that often, at least right now. And right. Goldie looks Goldie looks lost at the plate right now, and he's still not taking bad swings. Right. So that's why right. those guys are so – I mean, that's why they're getting paid $35 and $25 million. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess we can go in chronological order for these games. Well, yeah, like I said, Friday night, I mean, Woodruff looked very, very good. Bounce back Thursday. for him. Huh? Thursday night. Thursday night, sorry. Bounce back game for him. Wayno didn't look nearly as good. But like you said, Brewers, for some reason, especially in that park, seemed to have a lot of success against Wayno. That's just one of those things. Uh, Friday night. You want to talk a little bit about Friday night? Yeah, Thursday night was just you got Brandon Woodruff. That's going to happen right. You have the season. Good pitcher, get you. He bounced Happens. back and was uh, – Bounced back because Freddie Proth is on my fantasy team, and he got absolutely shelled. We for some reason we could just hit Freddie Peralta. That guy has an electric fast at the top of the zone. He wasn't using it at all. He was still in like ninety two or ninety three, which was weird, kind of alarming for my fantasy team because I think he might be hurt again. But um, yeah, I mean they just destroyed him. I mean Nolan smoked some balls. He had a great weekend again. Um, Tommy hit a homer, I believe, in this game. Or yeah, he did. And, I mean, they just outplayed the Brewers, I think, in every facet. The bullpen was great as well in that game. Yeah. Um, cool thing that happened that I wanted to hit on a little bit before. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw this, and if not, but, you know, we've, we've kind of trying to point out, also I'm trying to point out, like some guys that I think do some really cool shit around the league because there are so many of them. Obviously, we saw on Sunday Joey Votto signing his cleats, the Jackie Robinson cleats, and giving them to a fan again. He just – every week it seems like he goes up the rung on my all-time favorite player list. Um, but pretty cool thing. Uh, obviously, I think we were uh, – they were having the opening day uh, tailgating Thursday right for the Brewers-Cardinals game. And uh, Corbin Burns in the middle of uh, – I guess in the middle of his start Wednesday night at Camden Yards. <laughs> they're watching the game, and they get an alert that he has bought the entire place at this uh, less lucky town's bar tab. <laughs> He's pitching – on the TV, and they get the thing that he's buying everybody's drinks for the entire night in Milwaukee. That's funny. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. But I didn't realize they won this Friday game, ten to one. So that yeah. I mean, that's a dominant performance. I think I like the offense. I like what the offense looks like. I think we need to talk about Paul DeYoung. Okay. okay. And not and then over. Huh? Can we get to that. Yeah. When now? Okay. In a minute. Let's get to it in okay. a minute. Okay. Let's. Let's stay positive now as we're winning 10 to 1. Okay. Okay. We I, won 10 to 1. Yep. Um, Goldie looked all right. He had, a, he had his first extra base of the year. Tyler looked great. Uh, I thought he looked really good this weekend, which was nice to see. Yep. Um, Nolan looked great. Yeah. Nolan um, bomb. Was this the Sosa Newbar game or am I off on that? Was that the next? Hold on. Yeah, this was. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Sosa was in two for five. Um, Lars, I mean, I don't know what you expect from the poor guy. He hadn't seen a pitch in weeks. Yeah. And Tommy hit the homer. Kisner had three hits. Yep, two RBIs. Um, one of them off is. of Mike Brasso, but it counts the same. So, I mean, it was a good game. Fun, Nothing funny. you can complain about. I thought it was – Brent Suter was on Intentional Talk today. And, again, if you don't follow him, he's a must-follow. Uh, very hilarious human being. But, the obviously, I think everyone in the park thought he might have been dead for about two seconds when he ran ran into the, the railing there on Friday night. And I guess the, the first person to him – who was it? It was uh, – Albert. Albert, 
yeah, asking if he's okay. He's like, stay down, brother, stay down. And I guess the second person to him was Nolan. And so what he looked up to him and said, nice swing. Yeah. <laughs> and Nolan hit the bomb off of him. I'm not sure if he actually said that, but I think that was just like, I think that was a joke because I was watching it and I thought he was dead, to be honest. I, not I thought dead, he was dead. But I thought he was, I thought he was knocked out. Yeah. Um, a second glance, it looked like he hit his hat, didn't really hit his head too hard. So that was good. But um, that was a scary moment in that game. That was, yeah, that was a 10 to 1 game. Nolan is on an absolute tear right now, <laughs> and he—I've never seen him look as confident at the plate as a Cardinal as he does right now. Like he looks like Colorado Rockies Nolan Arenado, and that's very, very um. He what's the word? Scary. Yeah, scary for other people. Yeah. Yeah, he leads the world with a one point five one four OPS right now. Is that good? And a and a thousand. He's slugging a thousand. How's is that, that good? Is that good? I think it's good. I mean, I'll, I'll make sure and spend five out of over five hundred is also pretty solid. Um, um so we'll yeah, to, so, so great. Also, nice to see Miles bounce back with a great start. He had a really good start. I thought he looked good. He's filling up the zone. We saw yesterday. I mean, when Milwaukee beat us, it was either off Wainwright, who's not right. When he's not right, he's batting practice. Let's just be honest. He throws too slow to not locate, and then um, or you walk him. You know, you walk him and you put him on base. They will beat you because they'll take advantage of it. But when you fill up the zone like Michaelis and Matts did, I mean, they're not going to hit you. They just won't. They're not that good. If you have good stuff in the zone, you can beat Milwaukee, and I think that's what we saw. And that's what Miles and Matts, I think, took advantage of. Matts, yep. to me, on Saturday, and Saturday, if you want to get to that game, yeah, absolutely. had the most impressive start of the season. Yep. More than Wainwright's six innings against Pittsburgh. Of I don't care about that game. It's Pittsburgh. Um, Matts didn't miss a spot the whole night, I don't think. He hit every spot. It was 95 with sink, um, a heavy sinker, every single pitch. And it was located perfectly to righties inside, and the lefties, it was outside. He just seemed like he was unhittable. Well, if you heard Kisner speaking on, I guess, Saturday night, right? Because that, that, that was a night game. It was a night game. Night game. So after the game, Kisner said that he literally just put the glove up for Miles and Matt, and they hit every single spot. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. And this was the first game, I'm going to tell you, in maybe since 2011, if I'm being honest with you, where I felt like we outmanaged the other team. Yeah. Honestly, like, I feel like that was the first time I'd be like, Ollie just outmanaged Craig Council. He used Hennessy's Cabrera so well for two innings, and then obviously, um, what's the, Victor Caratini just jumped him, whatever it happens. Yeah. But um, to keep Yelich and um, Telez off the on the bench for, I mean, Telez got in the bat in the ninth, but other than that, uh, Yelich should get in the bat in that game because Ollie, how Ollie managed it. And I thought that's that's something that I don't think of personally when in a game I might think, go to your best relievers, whether it's Helsley or whoever. And he said, I brought in Cabrera to face the bottom of the order because those are the guys that Yelich will pinch hit for. And then I was going to go with Gio for the top of the order because those are guys that aren't going to be pinch hit for. And I was like, yeah. wow, okay, I think we outmanaged him that game. Yeah. So that's that's nice to see, to see someone that I mean, I know, no, not throwing shade at Mike Schilt, but I mean, just to have someone that thinks that way and to see it come to fruition, I thought that was kind of rewarding. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, then yesterday just seemed like the island of missed opportunities. Did only five hits, uh, just couldn't get over the hump. Obviously, Albert with the bomb number six eighty one. That's always awesome to see, and that thing was absolutely destroyed. He smoked that ball. Yeah, absolutely destroyed. Um, so yesterday he hits it off of Andy Allen. Ash- it's Aaron Ashby. 
There we go. Andy and Allen also played, but Aaron Ashby, 442nd pitcher he's hit a home run off of. That's unbelievable. He has more home runs than the 40-man than roster on four different teams. <laughs> that That's ridiculous. That they said wild. that they uh, they were telling a story on the broadcast. I know you were out doing something, I think, when they said this. But that Goldschmidt and Nolan were talking to each other. And like, how many do you have? And he's like, I don't know how many do you have. And then they like they found their numbers and and added them up. And they're like, damn, how do we still not have as many as Albert Pools? And you're talking about combined. Because, I mean, you're talking about two guys that are on the track to be in the Hall of Fame with Goldie and Nolan. And to know that those two together don't even reach Albert Pujols and what he's done. When that's including a seven-year stretch of not even being that good, it's insane. And, you know, also to be fair, yesterday, I, I and we'll talk about concerns and, and things like that here in a minute, but honestly, they could have won that game. The, the error by Kisner cost them a run. The error by Tommy might have cost them two runs. By the way, I don't more. even know if that was called an error, Dad. It was. I just looked. It was. Okay. Um, so, you know, th- those little things do add up. And, again, they're going to happen over the course of 162. We know that. I'm simply saying that, you know, those are things that you look at. And potentially we could have easily, I think, easily taken um, three or four. But also let's talk to him. We'll get to Paul Dion. Before we time. get past that, yeah, um, I would just give Ali praise. I'm incredibly frustrated with how he managed that game yesterday. Okay, um, talk about it. Ryan Hildy should have been in that game in the eighth inning. And it's not even a conversation. He yeah, threw five pitches the day before. Why would you bring in Drew Verhagen in any sort of high leverage situation? I don't yeah. care that we're losing by one run at high leverage against a team that you have a chance to beat right now. And against, um, I didn't realize Devin was struggling as bad as he was. He'd been not great against the Orioles. Like, you know, you're going to get a chance with the middle of the order again to come up and get a run. And I don't get why you just forced Drew Verhagen into that game. It's a bad situation for him. And it, I mean, it cost us the game, quite honestly. To, to play devil's advocate, do you think he's just trying to see what, like, when he can use him? Then put him in after Dakota Hudson in the fourth inning. Okay, that's fair. Like, I don't get why you would ever put – or Cody Whitley. Why is Cody right. Whitley in the – why agree. wait till well, the eighth to put him I, in? Put him in the seventh. I mean, but you need to keep that game close. I still don't understand a two-year deal for Drew Verhagen. I, I don't understand – I don't understand our front office so eager – to think that they found somebody before they know if they found somebody. We did it with Miles, and we've done it now with Verhey. Why are we giving him a two-year deal? Was, were people lined up to give him a deal? No, and I don't know why he's on the I, – I, it frustrates me. He's, okay, he's, like, explain, he has two why pitches. Would, why would you not just give him one year? What are we, why are we giving him two? I don't know. I hope he's not on the roster come July. He's gonna I be- hope he has a phantom injury. He's going to be. He's and not we're gonna, good. We're going to be seeing him now next year also. He's so bad. And I don't want to be rude to the guy, but he throws two pitches and neither are good. And there was a reason he was not in the league. I mean, he throws a mid-level fastball and like very – like I below, honestly. Mediocre fastball doesn't move. It's straight and it's 94. And he throws a curveball. So they're going to sit on one of your pitches. And Tyrone Taylor was batting like 085 yeah. coming to that at bat. And he looks like Miguel Cabrera off him. Doesn't swing anything out of the zone and then smokes a ball down the line. So I don't, I don't get it. And yeah. that's why I kind of don't like this 28 roster because I feel like it's forcing us not to use our good guys at times and to get them cold and then to use guys like Drew Verhagen because we have to. Well, but here's feel the like problem, I have to get them work. When they go down to 26, which I do assume is going to happen, Drew Verhagen's going to be one of the 26. Guaranteed. I don't see a way you do that. But I he's going to be. Who are the two you're going to kick off? Okay, well, he's out of options. Then so – then, Fucking you can't DFA send him to the minors. They're not going to be. Hold on, let me. You ask. Let me finish. 
They they they're not going to DFA him. They just gave him a two year contract. I know I know people will say oh it's easy to eat five million. Cardinals don't do that. They obviously they get it with Dexter Fowler. That's sort of an anomaly. Um, he will be one. I, I in fact I would go put everything I if FanDuel had this option. Uh, if Drew Ver, Verhagen was going to be one of the twenty six, I'm going all in. Okay, but who are they going? Who are the two that are gone? Uh, well, Brooks probably still has options, right? He's been good though. I, that, you're missing the goal should be to win. You're spending the five million either way, so you might as well be better with it. I and Palante will go down, guaranteed. Yeah, Palante is the one that will definitely go down. Yeah, but that's my guess. I don't know. I just now, it's frustrating. Are you but, concerned? Are you concerned about Dakota Hudson? No. Okay. Not at all. Not okay. even close. He's had this problem before where he's had control issues, but um, no. I mean, he's coming off Tommy John and didn't get a full spring training. What do you expect from the guy? Yeah. Oh, I'm just asking. I'm just. Asking. I know. I'm just saying. People that are frustrated with him, it's like, come on. Well, I, think I mean, we saw he's. How, we saw how good he was last year when he came back, and you know, the hope was in that you build on that heading into the spring training because you know he's throwing in the off season, whether or not it's a spring training or not. He's throwing, but again, it did. It did seem like, and it seemed like Brad Thompson does a really good. I love listening to Brad talk about pitching. He should be on every broadcast. He's very good, very very good. Great, great guy. Very good personality. Uh, very good foil for Dan McLaughlin. Very very good booth when those. They're play. good together. But he was definitely talking about how Dakota's, and he, I think he still is struggling with a release point. It sure seems like. He was, but give the man credit. I mean, he came out and limited damage in that first. Honestly, should have gotten out of it. Yeah, um, with two runs given up, and then he was really good the rest of the way. Like he he had a really good. I mean, he held him scoreless for the next two innings. So I thought I thought he looked pretty good. He okay. got another earned run tacked on, but that wasn't his fault. It was a like someone came in and gave it up for him. What's the word on Jay Flair? Uh, he's th- he started a throwing program. They cleared him to start with a throwing program. So I would expect in the next maybe two weeks for him to probably make some rehab starts down in Memphis. I would assume. Or Springfield, I guess we'll see where that is. Yeah, it'll be interesting where they send him for that. Yeah, but um, I would expect him back in May. That's okay. my that's my assumption. Mid May. Uh what's what's it? Uh, probably I would expect him to be starting games definitely before May's done. I mean, before April's over, down somewhere in the minor leagues, and then I would expect him probably up in the first couple weeks of May. All which right, is so very we'll very good news. The fantastic news that he can't. I mean, a healthy. So we're gonna, who, so we're gonna have to send down three pitchers, Dad. Yeah, well, why do we sign these bum ass motherfuckers on our team? I mean, it is very. And then should not be on this team. It is very fair to ask. If we're, let's be honest. I don't get it. Why? Why Drew Verhagen? I why Nick Whitgren? I know he's been fine. I'm not. No, he hasn't. He's gonna be running every outing. What? He's gonna be running every outing. He hasn't been fine. He's been bad. Well, he has. He's only given up one earned run in four outings. Sorry, and then he's given up one inherited. So, but again, and why why Aaron Brooks? And why not put that money towards somebody other than Corey Dickerson? Which I oh, don't, Aaron Brooks that, has been good. Don't lump him in with those two. I mean, he has a three ERA just like uh, Nick Wickren does. Yeah, but Nick Wickren, I mean, if you watch the outings, they don't look the same. Okay. I mean, you I can mean, talk about the ERA. It's, results, it's a results-oriented business, dude. It's not. When you inherit a runner on first base and you allow it to get in after Miles Michael just pitches his ass off, that should be your own run. I guess you understand guy on what first the point page. is. Those, it, it, it just it, a lot of questions here. But let's let's get to your. The, the, we were in full hope of the Pauly D reunion towards eight games. We don't know that that's going to happen, but I know you wanted to address this, so you go. Uh, he, I'm over him. Um, I'm sorry. In order for me to believe that Paul DeYoung 
was going to change and be Paul DeYoung again from 2019, the first half. I was going to have to see a change in his swing. It's the same swing. It's the same candidate pitch at the top of the zone. And when they make mistakes, he fouls them back. He he has the exact same swing, the exact same swing. So, and there's, it's, you can cut the plate in half for what he can swing at. And if you put in, he had a bat, I mean, he had a great at bat against Devin Williams. I'll give him credit for that. But he, he can't hit pitches above the belt. Like, it's really that simple. And if, when teams, if teams have figured that out, if you're going to go with velocity, he has no chance. I mean, you take that into a playoff series where everyone has good velocity. He has no chance. No chance. So what, so what do you do? I, you, I mean, I don't know. I hope the Twins fall out of it and go for Carlos Correa. But again, here's the question that I've asked because people, again, on Twitter very quickly want to say, we're going to deal Dion and two minor leaguers for fill in the blank, right? Fill in the blank. What I mean, what are you like? Who wants Paul DeYoung? No, I'm not. They're not going to be able to trade him. So you're stuck with him uh, for how many more years? Uh, well, I mean, when they gave him an extension, it was like how many years after arbitration? Two. Well, let's. Look well, I, mean, I don't know how many years he has left. We through 2026. Yeah, that's tough. I and mean, he's not getting paid much, so someone would on. take a flyer on him if you eat part of the contract. 24, 12 and a half million, and 25, 15 million. So I apologize for three more years after this year. I apologize. My math, not a math teacher, folks, not a math teacher. Um, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like what I've seen out of him. I mean, he's going to up the oppo bomb and say that. Look, I mean, yeah, hit the ball the opposite way. He's always been able to do that. I'm sorry. He's always hit. He's always had times where he's hit balls the other way for home runs, but he just looks like the same hitter to me. I don't know if I'm the only one. If I'm alone in that, he looks like he's chasing less. There's that, but he looks like the same hitter. He doesn't look intimidating at all. When he comes up, I know he's going to get out. Like that's the point Dude, I've gotten to. Let me ask you this now, as a follow up here: Do we trust old uh, Bowtie and Billy D and Billy D Jr. and Billy D the Third to go ahead and uh, allow them to play Sosa every day? No, and I don't think I would yet. Okay, I don't think you need to right now. You're going through a relatively easy part of the schedule here coming up. Um, you got to see if he makes adjustments, and if he does and proves me wrong, I hope he does. Then great. Um, but your your team is better with the best version of Paul DeYoung than the best version of Edmundo Sosa. Are they? Yeah, with the best version, yes. Now, are we going to get that best version of Paul? Probably not. I mean, he has a 661 OPS and 24 at bats, which is obviously a small sample size. But I mean, he just he's batting 167 again. He has one homer, which he does. I mean, he does that. And has, it's just not – I don't know. All right, it just you doesn't also, look better. Just a couple questions here to piggyback. I've heard you say this two or three times now. We're in the easy part of our schedule. Dude, we're going in to see Lazardo, Alcantara, and Lopez. Okay, that team can't hit. You can't – if you can't go into Miami to confident with a series win, you're in trouble. all over Zach Wheeler yesterday. Yeah, I mean, he's been he, – I mean, they're four and five. We're five. It's not like they're lighting the world on fire. I mean, it it is a difference. I don't. Do you think Miami is a good team? I I mean, they're fine. At the very least, we. I mean, we've done really well with them for the last. We beat them. Well, we're five of six last year, and they're not really a different team. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know. You're getting ready to go see Jesus Lazardo, who, by the way, if everybody's not watching him, you're going to get to see him tomorrow night, and that dude is must watch TV. We might kill him. Your pick to win the NL. Uh, Cy Young Award, and then Paulo Lopez, mm-hmm. also very good. But also, Lazardo, we should kill. We should destroy Why? him. Why? 
He's left-handed. Our whole team's right-handed. I okay. We should destroy me. Uh, Jesus Lozardo is probably not excited about facing this lineup tomorrow. In your theory, we should also kill Josh Hader. No, he's the best pitcher on the planet. Well, Lozardo just racked up twelve Ks and in five innings the other night. Who is he facing? Uh, that is a good question that I do not know the answer to. Like that would have been what five games ago? Yeah, because he they he only pitched once. Obviously, he's been like tabs. Was it against San Francisco? Um, that is a great question. We can look at this very simply. Who was the series before Philly? Mike's computer like doesn't want to scroll. There we go. Yeah, Mike. Uh, Angels. Yeah, Angels. I mean, I don't have anything to say. That team's just weird. <laughs> I mean, two two of the Angels' best hitters are left-handed. So I mean, you can see how that happens. Well, not a very got, deep so line. We got Wayno, Wayno versus Lazardo tomorrow night. Uh, TBD as of now against Alcantara as same on Wednesday. What do you think they're going to do Wednesday or Wednesday or Thursday? Um, Hicks will get one of the starts. They already said that. Yep. What did he pitch? He pitched Saturday or was it yesterday? He pitched yesterday. Pitched yesterday. I would say so. Are they going to use that as a bullpen? That means three days before I start normally. I would. I don't know. I mean, do you go Michaelis game two and then you? No. Wait, who's who's got game one? Game one's Wayno tomorrow night. Well, then it would be – why'd you say no? It would be on pace for Michaelis. That would be his start. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. And then Matt would be uh, on pace too, right? No. I think they go – I think they go – yeah, it would be. But I think yeah. they go Michaelis and then Hicks. That's what they've been saying. They're good. Hicks is getting one of the two stars. They've already said that. Okay. All right. Okay. So, I'd say they go Michaelis and Hicks, and then you go in with Matt's deck and um, Wayno again for the Cincy series. Back to your Paulie D conundrum. Right, uh, and this is a, as good a time as ever to go ahead and talk about it. Nolan Gorman is fucking destroying the baseball. He's six jacks already at Memphis. And how long? Like, where do you sit on the move, Tommy to short and bring Nolan up to play second? I'm in on it. That, by the okay. way, I can for some reason that left my brain whenever you <laughs> asked me what to do with the shortstop. My correct answer is just like a hopeful Cardinal fan. But yeah, that's what you do. Just simply, that's what you do. Unless Paul DeYoung takes off, in which event um, you find a way to get rid of Corey Dickerson and you bring up um, uh, Gorman to be your DH. But, I, I mean, I'm in on it. I think Tommy will be just fine at shortstop defensively. And I don't know if he's going to be as good as Paul DeYoung. Paul DeYoung is, say what you want about the guy, really, really good defensively at shortstop. But, I mean, I think – I don't think Tommy's going to cost you. Like, I think at the very least it's going to be a net – like he'll be an average defensive shortstop. And what he's uh, doing, what he does offensively is a massive over. Now, let me ask you this, okay? This goes back to what we were talking about with Verhagen and Whitgren and Brooks, all right? And I'm not trying to pile on to, to anything. But can you explain to me our four offseason – and I brought this up earlier, so I really want to zero in on this. What, does our front office just not understand talent evaluation of free agents? Um. Whitgren? They fell in love with Miles Michaelis in the first season of KK. Well, okay, but I get it. Here's the thing. You fell in love with Miles Michaelis, and you brought him over, and he had an amazing year, right? So, therefore, you thought you had lightning in a bottle. And, hey, to be fair to Miles, when Miles is healthy, Miles is very good. The problem is we haven't seen healthy Miles Michaelis. That's but not that, what I'm saying. I'm saying they're trying to recapture that lightning in a bottle, but, and it's hard to do. Okay, I get it. But, but when you have – do you just not understand that Nolan Gorman is good? Like, why do you give Corey Dickerson – and, I again – Corey had a big hit the other night. He's had a couple good He had a hits. huge at bat last night, too. Right, I'm, that, I get it. I'm, not, I'm not, okay, please let me understand and let me preface this. I am not shitting on Corey Dickerson one bit. 
What I'm asking is, do we just struggle to evaluate our own players and that overvalue the, like, why, what did you not see in spring training from Nolan Gorman? He's horrible. Huh? He's awful. Okay. Like, what have you awful, not seen? Awful, ever- awful. Well, he didn't play that often. He didn't look like a major league baseball player. He played a lot. He was horrible. I wouldn't have brought him up at all. He looked bad, 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 bad. Like okay. He didn't look like he looked overmatched in every at bat. So why do we believe then? Why are we ready to bring him up? Because of spring training. So did Tommy Edmond, and now he's one of our best hitters. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, there's nothing in that spring training that would have told you to bring him up at all. If anything, it tells you to go down and do exactly what he's doing right now and get confidence up before you bring him up, which is what's okay. happening. But then, okay, but then can I ask you this, all right? So help me, let me let me piggyback on what you're saying there. By the way, before you move on, two for 16 in spring yeah. with two singles and seven. Yeah, yeah, well, Tommy hit 083, so I get it, but we know. But he's Tommy, proven. I yeah, get he's it. proven. So, but then let me ask you this also. If you believe that the answer is we want to get Nolan, let's say just even three months. I don't know. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying Russian, but if we believe he's ready, he should be here helping. The, yeah. the, the goal of every, every, organization is that your lower teams prepare to help the big team so you know if, if we think he's why why not just like large be that guy why did we go I, I have so many questions and I'm not I'm not mad at Corey Dickerson I think he can be a valuable guy here my concern is I don't know where these guys get a bass from like I just uh, and I've said it before and I don't mean to sound like a someone who repeats them a minor bird right I don't want to sound like that but I am really intrigued to see how Ali does handles this because what's Lars have three at bats all year? Five play appearances. Five so yeah, okay, I think he walked twice. So yeah. So, you know, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, you, I mean, at the very least, it's a not an awful problem to have when you have a lot of major league talent. But it could that's at the be very an least awful problem to have. It could be, but you also have moves that can be made. You know, there's going to inevitably there'll be an injury. Yeah, I mean, we're I, the, I, part of the year, there'll be that, an injury. But you can't plan your roster around maybe we have an injury. You can't. The Dodgers have done it for 10 years. Okay, well, the Dodgers – Okay, well, the Dodgers – I mean, they have. have a two, that's, what, that's what they the build Dodgers their team on. $60 million payroll. We that's have what they build their team on, though. They build their team on having guys that when they have injuries, which they have every year, multiple of them, they have guys that come in and they still win baseball games because they're major league-level players. I mean, All that's right. what you want. All right, so we're just stockpiling numbers now. It's like fantasy baseball. We're just stockpiling guys in case somebody. Do you want a week? Hey, I don't I'm get it. Do you that. want a weak bench? I don't. What do you want? Well, like, don't you want the best bench you can have? And I think we have a really good one right now. But if you're so, not, what do you want? But hold on, if you're not getting guys abs and you're not the, the bench, like I, I don't know. I, I'm intrigued. That's all I'm thinking saying. of. Which yesterday, Dad, um, this goes back to a week ago when I told you if there's a big at bat and there's a catcher at the plate. Will he use a left-handed batter? He did yesterday. He, he did. You're right. So I told you I thought he'd do it because I'm telling you he's way different than what we've seen. Um, so, that I mean, that's why you have those guys. Absolutely. And I like, was – hey, what I remember what I said. History told me that has it hasn't happened here in St. Louis. So, hey, this it's a new era. I told you I, I thought he'd do it. Him. I mean, he's – he. I think he's trying to follow the Kevin Cash type-esque. Obviously, not the same team. We have superstars. They don't, except for Wander Franco. But um, I think he's trying to follow that maximize every at bat, which is the phrase I said. Um, I think last podcast a couple of, like five days ago. Um, that you need to maximize every at bat, and that's what I want to see him do. And it looks like that's what he's doing. I do not understand though. The one thing that's been frustrating me is the DH position. We have three guys that can play it. Why is why do you leave Albert in the, to have at bats against Devin Williams? It worked out. He walked, but I don't understand. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't. But also, he hit the three run Jack earlier. To be fair, like I mean, he's hitting. Do you want? I mean, we need to reach out to Devin because he about hit Albert in the face, <laughs> and Albert was mad at him the rest of the at bat. Like he yeah, stared he him down and he yeah. walked. Imagine being Devin, whose childhood hero was Albert Pujols. I know. To have Albert Pujols staring you down, <laughs> running down the first base. What would you but think? That, you? I would have shot myself. I would have. <laughs> I would have been. I would have cried maybe on the mound. Uh, do you think he asked him for like a? Do you think they switched jerseys after the game? No, but something's up with Devin. He looked horrible yesterday. Yeah, yeah I, I, I told you. I don't. I first off, Harrison Bader. I don't understand. The guy Devin Williams might be the most predictable pitcher on the planet. He has a great fastball and a great changeup. That's all he throws. But if he doesn't throw his fastball low in the zone, if he starts doing that, he might be the best reliever in baseball. Right. But if you see that ball low, just don't swing. Yeah. It's honestly, that simple. You don't swing. He goes high fastball. He goes low changeup, and I don't know how anyone chases. Like you, if you see the ball below the belt, just don't swing at it, especially early in the count. And it was kind of frustrating at first when they finally they laid off of it. But um, speaking of which, that at bat Corey Davis had, had was the at bat the bat of the at bat of the year so far. It didn't end up mattering, but at the time it did. I mean, that's why you get a professional hitter like him. Yeah, I, I, the, I, the approach he took, his feet were like at the as far apart as I've ever seen a batter in my life. I mean, he made the strike zone real small, and he was obviously taking away the changeup by spreading his feet out and being able to keep his hands back. That's why you signed that guy. Imagine if Devin, like, right before he throws to Albert, he, like, just walks up to him and he says, uh, hey, dude, uh, you're, like, my hero. Do you mind? We'll go ahead and we'll exchange. Like, you know, I got a jersey. Would you like to exchange? Like, put in my basement. You know, I get this pimp ass, whatever, right? And now it's like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And he digs in. He taps the catcher. And the first pitch is 98 right at the dome. What do you think Albert Sweet said? Sweet music. Hey, fuck off. Like, hey, fuck you. Fuck off. You're not getting that jersey. No, gets, I mean. What if he gives it to Josh Hader after the game? Right in front of Devin. So let's get to Josh Hader as well. Josh Hader, by the way, the nastiest pitcher I've seen in my life. <laughs> and I don't even think it's close. That guy, he's the most unpredictable pitcher. Yes. I've ever seen. You don't know what's coming. Like, I, I like to go, you know this, because when we watch it together, I do it out loud. But I like to go through in my head, okay, what's this guy going to throw? Fastball slider, that's all he throws. I have no idea what that guy No. And you can see the wheel spinning for poor Tyler O'Neill's over seven with seven Ks. Yeah, off of he him. does not want to see Josh Hader. He had a great at bat yesterday, but um, Nolan Arenado about tied the game. Yeah. On, a, on like 95 on his hip and turned on it. But I thought our team had pretty good at bats, pretty good at bats against him. Like really good at bats, all three of them. They all Josh Hader fit in incredibly well with the Nasty Boys. I don't know. He doesn't really throw up, guys. But, yes. I mean, he has that greasy hair. Yep. And he just looks intimidating on the mound. Yeah. He hides the ball. Like, he's Randy Johnson in the bullpen. Yeah. He's like – if like, he obviously isn't Randy Johnson because he does, if he could do over seven innings, he would do it. But, I mean, he he's ridiculous, man. He's I don't know if I've good. ever seen a closer as good as him other than Mo. If Devin gets it going, I saw somebody or Maali said or somebody said we get the best bullpen in the central. Yeah, I love your optimism. But when no, you can go Suter, Devin, and Hayter, that's nasty at the back. Suter's very hittable, man. You just gotta you can't let him speed you up, but he just does eighty eight down the middle. That's I know, but he still gets outs, dude. He gets outs. I know. He yeah. just go he goes super he works super quick and makes people uncomfortable. All Not right. no one. Couple, but a couple more things on the Cardinals here to get to. Look, do you where do you hey? All right. We're, we're treading – obviously, yesterday Where's was Easter. Going? Obviously, yesterday was Easter. All right? Um, Correct. So, we're, we're, tre- we're treading on hollow ground already. All right? 
Um, and what I'm about to say is also treading on hollow ground. Okay. okay. This better be a good question, the way you're building it up. I think it is. I think it is. Okay. All right. You believe that Yachty is actually hurt, or, or let me finish, or is 2022 Ali – Right, what he's about to do to Yachty, like 1996 TLR to Ozzy. I think Yachty might be hurt a lot this year, unless Wainwright's starting. <laughs> okay, so so what you're saying is 2022 Ali is to Yachty as 2016 TLR was to Ozzy. Um, I'm saying Yachty didn't look hurt when he caught it, came in and caught the eighth inning yesterday. He, Andrew, first of all, look, it's eight games. Let's all relax. No, he looks great. Give him his credit. Uh, you and I have sit on here many times. We need to see what we have. And, and with Yadi, that's why. And, and again, this is, I feel like I have to preface this. It's almost like I'm talking religion with my parents. Well, yeah, because you're talking about like the Jesus of the conference. Right. Right yes. Yes. Right. So do you, do you think when Yadi's career is over, they'll have a last supper? Do you think he did that? I, I, I'm not biblically inclined. And who was the Judas? Is it is the Judas Kisner? We're getting in a weird spot. Yeah. Okay, let's get more on. Stop. Stop. I don't know what I, you're talking about. I'm just asking. I don't you. want to. I don't know. I don't know is the Bible. They roll, like, is this, is this, is that dugout uh, Yachty's cave? I'm really extending this metaphor right now. So play along. I, it's bad, though. And it's, it's not it's long very good, in. actually. You called him Jesus. So it's a very good. I, it was, that was such a small, just little tidbit. Just let's move on from it. I want to know. What, what do you mean? I don't know what it means. What do you think they do with Kisner? Do you think? I told you. you said, I told you. Do you think we Yadi? You think Yadi becomes a once a week player? I think he's going. I think Kisner. I think he's going to be hurt a lot. If Wainwright's not on the mound, he's hitting three thirty three with a nine seventy five OPS. Like. That changes the entire look of the lineup. And again, again. He's a bad. He strikes out a lot. Again, a lot. I'm making sign of the Yachty cross here. So, again, like. Yes, I think he's actually hurt, but I think he's always hurt. So, I don't think it's something that would keep him out last year. Okay. Okay. So, you – okay. You really are not answering my question. But that's all right. I am answering your question. Yeah. Uh, no, I think Yachty has phantom injuries, but they're not phantom. I think they're real, but he would play through them if Kisner wasn't playing well. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Like, the dude hurts every day of his life for yeah, the last he, 10 he years. Has he has one ball. I believe he's going to hurt for the rest of his life. Yeah, he hurts all the time. He, he is, I mean, he's probably going to get two knee replacements. Is he on your Mount Rushmore of Cardinals? No. Okay. We'll get to that later. We started this. Hey, we are really bad at keeping with things. So we're going to try to get to this later in the year because I think we might have something there. We started this with the, with the Mount Rushmore of the Indians. It was very good. People actually, I got a few comments on that. I thought we did a really nice job on that. So we are going to try to get to those around the rest of the league eventually. We got to do that, all right? Yeah, I want to do. Yeah, some of those I'm excited for, like especially the newer teams, like the Rockies. And, yeah. Uh, all right. So let's start that next week. Teams. We're going to start. Hey, how long do you think this last? Which lasts longer? Yachty's injury <laughs> in Yachty in the cave, or or us sticking to doing Mount Rushmore's? Well, Yachty's playing two days tomorrow. So. So tomorrow, He'll play tomorrow. So tomorrow, Easter. guess who's on the mound tomorrow? Tomorrow's Yachty's Easter. Well, Wainwright. Here's the thing. I think I think Ollie's doing a great thing for multiple reasons. So let's just get to the Ollie part of this. I think one. First of all, we're paying a catcher ten million dollars. He's barely gonna play, but whatever. Um, 
Yachty, you want Wayno and Yachty to get that record. Just quite simply, you want them to get it. If Wayno stays healthy, you want to make sure Yachty's healthy to get it. Um, so that's one of the reasons I think that's a great thing. Kisner is a better baseball player right now than Yadier Molina is. I'm just going to say it. He is. There you go. Now, Kisner's defense is is not Yadier Molina's defense. It's not. Yadier would not have made a bad throw on that play yesterday. He just wouldn't have. Um, yeah, but, kid rusted. You can tell he's like his eyes he's got still getting. Big. He's so young. He, yeah. he has so much to learn. Yeah. But um, And I also think, you know, you give Kisner as much playing time in the first half of the year. And then if you want Yachty in there, which I'll fully get towards the end of the year, if Kisner cools down or whatever, just because Yachty handles the pitching staff so well, then you do you can have the opportunity to play him more down the stretch. I think what he's doing is brilliant right now. I do too. Hey, and I don't I'm think Yachty board. has an injury that has any that no, that has any um, reason to sideline him for three games in a Brewer series. I don't believe he does. And if we're gonna be fair, twenty two year old me was on board when Royce Clayton was playing four out of five games in nineteen ninety six too, and T L R took us back to the playoffs where we had not been since 1987. So I was on board with that, too. I don't know what you're saying. Who was the other catcher? What? Who was the other, Who's Royce Clayton? I don't know what that meant. Oh, okay. I wasn't born Who for six are... years after that. Who is it? We're going to have to clip that. We're going to have to clip that. Are you going to explain? Because it sounds like you don't even know. brought Royce Clayton in to play short here. Ozzy decides to come back, or was coming back, whatever. TLR plays Royce way more than Ozzy. A lot of people still do not like TLR for that. Oh, okay. Ozzy, end of his career, ends up retiring at the end of the year. Should have been an all of him. Well, uh, man. All right. Enough Ozzy, enough bashing from you. And do, put some damn respect on Royce Clayton's name. I don't know who he is. I don't well, think you, I should based on the are, fact of what you just said. Look, you're going into this business. You need to know Royce Clayton. I've never heard his name before, and I watch baseball are, every day, no, all day. I don't think I need to. Cardinals podcast in America. You need to know who Royce Clayton. I just made that up. Well, I do know who he is now. So that's going to be our tagline. But now uh, you need to know. It's a learning curve. Okay, but let's get around the league a little bit because yeah, we talked okay, about the Cardinals. Do, do I? Okay, got anything I else? I needed to say something else about the Cardinals, but maybe I didn't. Um, oh, I don't what have ballpark anything. in the National League we got to go to though? Well, where? I hate Miami's park. Oh, it's horrible. It's, it's, it's one of the newest ones, too. I don't understand what they did with that. It's so bad, dude. It's so bad. It's, it's, do you think John Carlos Stan, if he played in Colorado that 59 homer year, he would have had broke Bonds' record? <laughs> he might have. He can't hit anymore either. Who? Stanton. What? I watched him the other night, and he looked lost. Um, That's way worse good. than what I said about whoever that – that slapdick that hey, replaced Ozzy was. I all my focus in to the fact that we are now the, the premier Cardinals pod in America. I'm dead. He had a 900 OPS. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. You take it back, dude. Are you fucking crazy? He had 870 OPS last year with 35 jacks. Who did? Stanton. Did he really? I felt like he was on my fantasy team and he wasn't that good. He played 140 games and had 35 bombs. Huh. Hey, RBI. shout out to my Stanton. Fifty OBP and a five seventeen slugging. What the fuck are you smoking? And he I bet like six hundred in the playoffs the last two years. I, what if I say I met Christian Yelich? Are you are you serious? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna say if you have those two confused, I'm gonna go I'm drive all the way back to Don. Okay, and smack so, you. all right, all right, all right. You need to chill out. You don't. You can you don't take it back? Take it back. Take it back. Hey, Mike Stanton can do whatever Mike Stanton wants to do. Call him John Carlo. Don't be disrespectful. Yeah. And have you ever MVP seen a Hall of Famer? The Rock in the same building at the same time? No. So like, mm. 
they probably also just don't run in the same circles. Just saying, maybe. But you want to get? I, I have something from around the league. That yeah, let's go. Too. Let's go because right what now, the fuck is wrong with Joe league. Madden? What the fuck is wrong with Joe Madden? Did some? Does he have an earworm? Does he have? A, I mean, a brainworm? What is wrong with him? You are down a run with bases loaded and one out, and you walk Corey Seager intentionally. Yeah. Uh, explain. Can you? I can't. Like, what? If you're the pitcher and he comes out there to say that to you, I am punching him in the face. And I don't even think that's – like, I would have. That is so disrespectful to that pitcher who's trying to get out. And you know what he said post-game, Dad? He made it worse. I don't know how you can make it worse, but he did. He said it wasn't a baseball move. I wanted to get the team fired up. Oh, my. Mike Trout was doing math, cal- math calculations in the outfield to see how many guys were on the bases. And once he realized and counted the three – he looked like he had seen a ghost. I don't understand how you could ever make that move. Yeah, I don't either. With Corey Seager, Dad. Corey Seager, he's not Barry Bond. Well, yeah, evidently, the Joe Madden. Like, hey, one thing, one last thing on the Cardinals. Shout out to the Cardinals for making the power rankings this week. Ben Verlanders. Yeah, you just completely went past the topic I brought up. I did. I did. Well, I don't know what else you wanted to say about Joe Madden. You didn't say anything. I don't have much to offer. I mean, I think that's a big topic in baseball. We can at least hit on it. I mean, why? Yeah, I mean, I sent you the <coughs> like shock. You couldn't believe it when I sent it to you. But I have no clue, like no clue what Joe Madden is doing. I I don't understand. I don't understand the Angels. I don't understand. I they I, won the game. I got no answer. They won the game. Well, so he was right. No, that's not how it works. He get all three runs that were on base scored. The results were in a business, brother. All three of the runs on base scored. He caught. He hurt the team. Yeah. They won in spite – and on, also, Chris Rose was talking today. He said he talked to a Cubs player that said they won in spite of Joe Madden yeah, in 2016. Yeah, I wonder – man, mm, that's not a good look. I don't have any respect for Joe Madden as a manager. All right. I mean, he took the – that's a lie. When he was with the race, he was great. But since he's left, it's just – seems like maybe the most overrated manager to ever be on the planet. To me. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said there. I think. Like he hasn't done anything for the Angels since he's been there. He hasn't helped them at all. So I, I don't know. I just I, that's just something that can't happen. It's like he wants to be a part of the show. So so badly. Obviously, you said you would punch the manager, which you would not do. But what if you were the pitcher, right? And I think goes, I'd throw punch him. <laughs> Could you? I walk off the pitching? mound. Who was? I don't even know who was on the. Phone. It was some rookie, a poor guy. Could you imagine if he did that? Like, what if what if he just like instead of walking Corey Seager, he just like gets in his his, his it comes set, looks at third, looks at first. Always got to check second, but when you got third and first, you don't really need to. And then he just chucks the ball into the dugout. <laughs> just that'd be that'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> he does the Bauer just chucks over the over the fence in center field. And then he just like Rosarina chucked the bat when he got like called out there, but like he just like throws it right into the dugout and just walks right off the field. My question is, if anyone is defending this move, which I don't think anyone is. I've yet to hear anyone. At the very least, if you want to pitch around him, I still don't get it. But at least give him a chance to swing at something bad. Yeah. And get wow. himself out. Like, you just gave him a free pass. I don't – it just doesn't compute in my head how you could ever – like Barry Bonds, like that's understandable. It was Barry Bonds. Like the dude, you throw him a strike, which you have to in that situation, you're going to score more than one, which is the one you gave up. Yeah. But it's Corey Seager. Like he was the – He's not even – he wasn't even a top four hitter on the Dodgers. Yeah, it's not well, like I he's don't know. Jesus. I don't, I don't get it. But, again, the Cardinals did make Ben Verlander's uh, power rankings this week. 
Yeah, they were eight, which is great. Yeah. And they also made the MLB's MLB's power rankings at number yeah, ten. So I kind of like Ben more than I like MLB. If we're gonna be honest, I do too. MLB had the Yankees at six, and oh, but that's um, off to a good start. That's off yeah, they look good. They look. Tyler McGill looks really good. Yeah, he's good that guy. That guy's a stud. He is really good. And Max looks like Max, and he'll blow out towards the end of the season, like he always does. Dodgers and Giants right back at it, dude. They both picked up right where they left off. Yeah, the Giants are surprising. And I know it's crazy to say a 107-win team comes back and is surprising. But, I mean, they lost Gosman, they lost Posey, and it doesn't look like they've missed a beat so far. Uh, speaking of Dodgers, Freddie Freeman gets the Braves tonight. What do you think is going through his mind? Um, Outplay Matt Olson. Yeah, you think, like, if Matt, you think if Matt Olson hits one, like, early – the Freeman's like, okay, I need to hit that a little bit, hit one in a little bit farther, like maybe more meaningful. Um, I, I don't think so. I think Freddie, I, it's Acuna's not there, so that situation's not gonna be, not gonna be around at all. I think that situation's probably over with anyway. But um, I think it'll be cool. I'm more intrigued though, because I'm more excited for Freddie to come back to Atlanta. Same, but Agreed. but I want to see Freddie Freeman versus Kenley Jansen. Oh man, you're gonna get it this weekend probably. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm more excited for, and I'm excited to see if they play California Love when Kenley runs them. Oh, they're not, right? No way. I don't know. I don't know. The people in LA no are kind way. of soft. They might do it. I don't think they'd do it if it was opposite. In what, if they, what if they play the night they drove old Dixie down? I might get him fired up. He might like that. Well, but I think that's more of this story. Is Kenley needs to get more respect. I think what, he's a Hall of Famer. What if they play that when Craig Kimbrell comes out? Oh, Craig Kimbrell, too. Wow, there's a lot of I know a lot of players that are overlapping here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am excited. I think it was I thought it was interesting hearing the Braves players talk when people were asked. Obviously, reporters have to ask them about they were going back and playing. And most of them everything they said at the end was, but we have Matt Olson. And it's like, yeah. Right. I mean, Matt Olson's been better than Freddie Freeman this year. And I am gonna just say that I think Matt Olson is going to be a better player throughout the term of his contract. Than well, yeah, he's I young. Think absolutely. And probably, so I, I think mean, the Braves won, and they paid him less. Freddie, great defensively, but Matt Olson might be better. Matt Olson's way better defensively. Yeah, than so, you know, Toronto, Matt Olson's hey, the my, my pick to go to the World Series from the American League. Toronto sitting on top there. Just yeah, I don't know. I, it's just, it seems like those young, exciting teams never do it, right? They never get to their promise line until they get old and gray a little bit. The uh, the Guardians currently are not on pace to win ninety three to ninety five games. I hope. They yeah, do. no, they really. They Owen Miller have. though. Owen Miller is having a year. Yes, hey, recently acquired by me. Um, but also, uh, shout out to Jose Ramirez for winning Player of the Week in the American League. That's awesome. Him, I think he's gonna win MVP this year. All right, hey, I like that. He's been like top that. five almost every season he's ever played. And how about Suzuki winning it in? Uh, in the National League, man, did I see – I think I read this correctly, all right? And if I didn't, feel free to um, correct me. But, I mean, he can become the first – can have – if he gets hit tonight, he will be the, the – have the most hits to start a career in a row. Like, he'll have a hit in every game for a Japanese-born player. I think that's what I read. Ichiro doesn't have more? No, like, like as far as in every game, his first – what would this be, his 10th game? Yeah, he'll have a hit in every game, and he would that would be a, a major league first. He, yeah, I, that's, that's probably true. He he's really surprised me. I didn't think he was going to be as seamless of a transition as it has been. Speaking Did you see of, the Cubs? Well, go ahead, go ahead. The Cubs had 21 extra base hits against the Rockies over the weekend. Yeah, that's crazy. And they lost a game, they lost one of the games too. But, um, 
I, I people are hot on the Cubs right now. They think they're going to be okay. Stroman got kind of roughed up. I don't think the Cubs are going to be good. I don't I, either. I don't either. But hey, Suzuki does look like the dude, man. Again, you want you wonder if again it's it's new new league. Like same with Owen Miller. I hope Owen Miller, young, uh, nice player for for Cleveland. They got some of those guys there. A lot of those guys actually. Um, and I like it. I like to see that. But you're, you, you're always intrigued to see if the, the league picks it up. You know, I mean, the, there's no more books, obviously, but the book will get out. They, they, it will. And here's the thing that you have to look at. And this is what really Jack Peterson, remember he came up, he was a superstar, kind of fell off. And he never really got back to that spot. He's a solid player, but never got back to what we thought Jock was going to be. Here's what you have to look at with a young guy. And this is what I've always said. Um, he's going to go through a, a couple of weeks where he looks horrible. It's going to happen. I don't know when. It could happen to next week. It could happen in May. It could happen in August. I don't know. But you have to see how he responds from that. If he can adjust back to the league, then, you know, that's kind of what it is. You have to adjust back to the league's adjustment to you. Right. Oh, yeah, so if he's able to do that, right. and I think he will be able to, um, I mean, he could be a really good player for them. I still think they paid a lot for him, but. Um, he looks really good, and I'm happy for him. I like while, seeing Japanese players come over here and do well. While we're talking about Suzuki's, uh, it's worth mentioning that Ichiro showed up to throw out the first pitch at full uni and threw 93 miles per hour <coughs> from the bump. Ichiro's the most legendary baseball player maybe of all time. That man threw, that man threw 93 miles per hour from the bump. I, I So I was reading the book that, that I told you I got, and Ichiro was in it at 100, which is disgraceful, but whatever. Um, and apparently every time he would wear any street clothes – um, in America to a game, that that they would that um version of those street clothes in Japan would sell out within like two hours. Ah. Like the guy, I mean, he's just an icon. Ninety three in the bag with throwing. I mean, at fifty years old, that's <laughs> ridiculous. And the dude weighs one hundred and twelve pounds, soaking wet. I he's uh, the he's I don't know the strangest baseball player, real. the most fun baseball player, and he also everyone has said he's like the greatest guy ever. Yes. So I, I love Ichiro. Yep. Um, well, hey, can we keep talking about uh, Asian baseball while we're talking about it? Before we get to that, I have a question for you. Yo. Why does Seiya Suzuki's jersey not say Seiya on yeah, the back? Hey, why does it say Suzuki? Because there's only one Ichiro. It's like Madonna, dude. But why was he allowed to do that? He's like the Japanese Madonna prince? But he wasn't Ichiro yet before he came over. You know what, what? I mean? Like he was good... great, but he wasn't like American great yet. How good do you have to be? To just have one, like, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, why did Bonds not just wear Barry? Or why didn't Griffey wear Do you think it's because of the lack of Asian players at the time to where the league was kind of like, we don't know if this is a cultural thing, so we just have to kind of go with it? Maybe. I don't know. I think that's probably what it was. But I actually, if you want to buy me an Ichiro jersey, anybody out there, please get me one because I want one really bad. You can go ahead and order one right now. No, I paid $15 to get Taco Bell delivered to me today. I, I didn't want to go to the dining hall. They had Indian food, and it was gross. <laughs> hey, you know what they say about Indian food? Brand of I did, yeah, I didn't want to. I, yeah, well, yeah, and I also didn't want to experience whatever kind of pain um, school Indian food was going to bring me tonight. So whoa, I just whoa, whoa, went to whoa, whoa, whoa. You're saying school Indian food worse than Taco Bell? My body's adjusted to Taco Bell. It's okay. like a daily routine. Do you, how much Taco Bell do you think <laughs> the circle – everything comes full circle. How much Taco Bell do you Back think to Taco Tyler. Bell you think he puts creatine in his tacos? Oh, he has to. Do you think he just probably says, not. I want 48 Power Bowls? No, he probably says, I'll take the party pack with the tacos and eat all of them in like five seconds. Oh, I could do that. I wouldn't even be that. That wouldn't even impress me. 
<laughs> yeah, but you I, wouldn't be able to tell after he did it. You would be slogging around the whole day. Oh, I would be. He'd just be going hitting two bombs in the show. Yeah, I'd be dead. Is there anything else in baseball that you saw that was? Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, said yeah. the right, Japanese we guy. This, while we're talking Japanese baseball, we have to obviously talk about my new favorite, absolutely new favorite baseball player, Roki Sasaki. Did you see this dude last week? We talked about it. He goes out and he throws a perfect game, nineteen Ks, whatever it was. Right? He comes yep. out last night. Two nights ago, Saturday night maybe? I think it was last night. Was it like eight perfect innings with 14 Ks? Yep. And they take him out and he comes out in the ninth. Like, hey, you think Clayton Kershaw was pissed? This dude could have thrown back-to-back perfect games. We talked about – it was the first one thrown in how many – like since the 80s, 90s, whatever it was. It was a long time, remember? Yeah. He's he's incredible. How old is he? Is he like 20 or 20? Yeah. Who's going to sign him? Oh, and how much – hey. This man is going to get broken off. He's going to get a bag. After Otani came over and had done what he's done, that dude's going to get a bag. Hey, how about we get him here in the STL? Like, we have signed a lot of players from Japan. Let's go ahead and get a good one. Hey, give someone some credit, okay? He had a good season. Hey, shout out. We to just Sh- got duped Sh- on Sh- it. So to Gucci, a couple big hits here for the Cardinals. A lot of big hits here for the Cardinals. Also, great human. So, yeah. I also love KK, even though he wasn't very Okay, good. so like I said, but now let's go get this guy. Yeah, I mean, we're not. We're the, he'll go to New York or L.A. or something. We did get Otani. So of the betting work. Hey, right now, let's start the chance. We need uh, Mo to go get Sasaki. We only get the white players that go over there do, now. Do you think we can – well, do you think maybe we can trick Mo into thinking that this guy was, like, in the show for a little bit and wasn't very good and went over there for two years and then we can give him, like, a five-year deal? Probably, yeah. Okay. We'll give right, him – yeah, but he – I mean, yeah. I, um. What? Okay. I, so I have a couple more things, awesome and then if you way. have something around the league you want to talk about, like we covered a lot last time. Um. First of all, as a as a Griffey, can't everyone, most everyone knows, King Griffey Jr. is my all time favorite player in baseball. He. I don't know if anybody will ever pass that. Uh. He has always been the guy for me, and, no, and no, most no, no. people in my generation are that way, right? Um, yeah. I'm Cal Ripken. I'm not. Uh, Cal Ripken's in my top. He'd be on my Mount Rushmore favorite players as well. Of all, it's time. just those two from that era seem to get the cake for everyone. But it, but it's Ken. And if you didn't happen to see the dudes that show up the other night in the '95 Mariners out uniforms at the game, you have to go look it up. It's on our, I think it's on our Facebook and our Twitter. That was awesome. That was absolutely awesome. The best was the guy dressed like Randy Johnson because yes. I saw the hair from the back and I was like, "Is that Randy Johnson?" And then I saw the jersey. I was like, "Oh, he's dressing up like Randy Johnson." I thought that was funny. And the bald Jay Buner. It was fantastic. Alex Cora represented. That was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Joey, Joey Cora. Cora. Yeah, Joey Cora. I say Alex Cora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but um, yeah, I thought, was, I, I thought it was. I thought it was cool. Um, I, I, I just love the the commitment to go out there and not only buy a jersey that I'm assuming is authentic, Absolutely. but to also get the wigs and to just plan it out. Yeah, that, that's funny to me. And obviously, and, obviously, that '95 team had some of the craziest characters you've ever seen in baseball. So I guess that's a good team to do it with. And to get the the pants. And the cleats. Also, hey, Seattle, couldn't you get them maybe a little bit better, um, maybe better seats? They were pretty high up there. Also, shout out to the guy who went with Dan Wilson with the entire catcher's gear on and the helmet backwards. <laughs> Did anyone go with A-Rod? A-Rod, yep. A-Rod was represented. Buner, Edgar. Uh, what a crazy Wilson, team Johnson. that was, by the way. Do what? Wow. That team was insanely stacked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if A-Rod was A-Rod at that time. Like if he was prime A-Rod and what right. that team would have been. Yeah, my God, Edgar, the guy playing Griffey. Shout out to him with the hat on backwards. That was good. How many Hall of Famers are coming from that team? Well done. Well, you, I mean, A Rod's not getting in, dude. 
I'm okay. Hall of Fame level three. players, then. Yeah, and then well, Randy Griffey, and then A Rod and Edgar. So I'm gonna count A Rod, even though he's not getting any Hall of Fame talent. Yeah. Um, that's four, and then they had like Buner was a great um depth piece. Tino Martinez. And did they have? Was he on that team? Yeah. Who was their second baseman? Uh, Joey Cora. They didn't have um. What's that? What's that guy's name? Dad, the big bopper that played second base. It was juiced out of his mind, probably. Dan Ugla. No, no. What the <laughs> hell? He wasn't in the league yet. Um, he was on the Marlins. Too. Wasn't... You know, um, you know what I'm talking uh, about. The right-handed guy. I think his last name starts with a B. Hold on. Oh no. Okay, just go ahead and move on. I'll tell you. Yeah. When I find it. I'm really confused now. Um, also, just one last thing I wanted to talk about. Hunter Green threw 13 pitches over 100 miles per hour the other night. And yeah, just absolutely carved up Freddie on three pitches all over 100. The thing that yeah, I mean he looks incredible. He's he's really good. Um, I his ball is very straight. It is, and, well, and you kind of saw that, that with. I mean, yeah, but you also there's so many guys that throw that hard now. It's not even as impressive, to me. To do it that many times is crazy. I will give him credit on that, but um, yeah, I thought I mean he looks really. Is having a more seamless um, transition to the big leagues than I thought he would. Because I was yeah, a little bit I worried agree. about his arm, about how his stuff was going to play, and he looks really good. To go, I think he got to the fifth inning scoreless against that lineup is a pretty tall task. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, couple, anything else you want to hit on around the league before we get you to Hello? a few other things? Hello? Did I lose you? All right, well, it appears that we lost Caleb. I don't know what happened there. Um, seems like uh, we're going <laughs> – oh, technology. Hey, this is why This is why we need um, Zoom. No, I don't know if Zoom's the answer here. I think it's going to be our answer. I think we're going we'll, we'll have, we'll have a, an announcement coming soon. Um, listen, we're going to go pay a little bills. We will be back on the other side. We just have a few other things to get out of here. You guys are the absolute best. We'll be back in just a minute. Hang on. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Welcome back. Uh, as we came back from a little technical difficulty there. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah. All right. I'm not sure what happened there. Again, technology is your best friend. till it's not um, just a couple. Anything else around Major League Baseball you want to hit on? I know we want to hit on just a couple other things. before We'll get out of here. Um, I just want to talk about Randy for a second, just because okay. that adjustment kind of upsets me. I You can't do what he did, to be honest with you. Like, you throw your bat like that after a call, you're going to get tossed 100 out of 100 times. Absolutely. But I hate the fact that an umpire can be the one that messes up, and then your star player gets kicked out of the game. Yes. Like, I just don't – I don't get how that how that works, to be honest with you. Speaking of which, Randy just hosed to do the second base. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it was a terrible I, call. I also want to give some credit to Randy. We don't talk about him enough on this as a superstar in baseball. He is incredible. He is so good. And I, I wish he was a Cardinal. I love our outfield. But that guy, what he has done in his young major league career is, like, unparalleled. And we yeah, don't talk about good. him like that. Like, very, rookie very of the good. year on top of his postseason performances, yep. leading – basically single-handedly leading that Tampa Bay team to the World Series – yeah, would I mean, have been the World Series MVP probably. Well, I mean, in the discussion. Oh, definitely. Had. No, yeah, de- it yeah. would have been a conversation. 
But um, I saw he tripped over the base yesterday and fell and ended up scoring. And if you remember in the World Series in 2020, he did the same thing. And the Rays social media is one of the best. And they said, every time Randy seems to trip, something good happens. (laughs) Well, hold on. Was it him who tripped or Adoles Garcia? No, I'm talking about in the World Series. Randy tripped and scored on that weird play to walk off. I'm Brett Phillips hit. Here for the Cardinals, it was Adoles Garcia. And then we just went ahead. Hey, you're out. Ship your ass out of here. You cannot yeah. trip coming around third base. I'm glad he's gone. Yeah, well, Randy. Hey, he's got a whopping 152. Man, he doesn't look good in Memphis. Yeah, I'm getting increasingly worried about what that guy's going to become. Same. And, you know, I've been on that train since we got him because the hype, I thought maybe the hype was real. And uh, his velo is down, and he cannot throw strikes. Like His velo is down? He was throwing 98 in spring training. Yeah, they said he was, like, sitting 95, 96 the other night. I, I mean, that'll play. But, um... Yeah. What's he doing right now? I mean, he. Last I I'm checked, the ERA was right around seven. He has 14 innings pitched with a six ERA. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough about that no, to know either. if he just had one blow up start or not. But his first one was not good, I believe. Yeah, I mean, he could have just had a really. I mean, he's still strike. He has a different amount of strikeouts, but yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, he has 18 strikeouts and 14 innings pitched. That's really good. I don't, I don't know what to expect from him. I'm excited to see what he could potentially bring. But I'm also increasingly worried about what he's going to be. Yeah. Like, you know about a guy who's been in the minor leagues for, it seems like, forever. And he really hasn't done anything. Of note. Yeah, I agree. Like, last year, 4.7 at Memphis in um, 22 games. That's not going to play. Like, that's not good at all. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll I- see. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll see what he – I mean, at 4, 4.04, sorry. I looked. I was looking at the R8 per 9, which I don't even know what that means. But runs allowed. Yeah. Right? But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I don't think – the good news is I don't think we're banking on him being a star. I don't think that's the position our team is in, that we Ooh, really need him see, to be I, a superstar. Oh, boy, I disagree with you on that, but – We'll Do you think if it. Randy wasn't Randy, we would need him to be as good as we need him to be? You can't tell me that Mo and the boys aren't praying that Matthew Libertor becomes a front-end starter after – Well, yeah, obviously. After. I am too. But I don't think that we that – if that doesn't happen, our team is screwed or anything. Okay. Well, we'll see. Our it, I mean, next year should be interesting. We got a lot a lot of pitching that we're going to need to address, I think. So We'll see what Jordan right. Hicks is. I mean, he could become a front-line starter, right. and I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, By the way, we didn't talk about him. He looks great. Yeah. He looks really good. Well, we talked I mean, about it a little bit earlier. We think we'll see him probably Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. I think he's gonna. I think he looks really good right now. I would think Thursday. He looks unhittable. I don't know how you hit that guy. Yeah, we don't I need to go too him. deep into it. But zero ERA and four innings pitched with five yep. Ks. Yep. I mean, that's pretty good. Point seven lift. Get out of him from a start. Three to four innings. I mean, he's been going around forty pitches. I think they probably build him up to fifty or sixty. I'd have to okay. guess, right? So you think it's I much mean, more of a pitch than an innings count? It's a pitch count. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Because right. if he's built, if he's laboring through, which we've seen from him, at a, um, you know, at a twenty pitch per inning clip, I don't think they just let him go for for the for the hell yeah. of it. Yeah. But I, I mean, he's been pretty efficient too. I've been really impressed with what he's done since he's this year. So, agreed. I mean, it seems like his control is way better, and he's still being. And you saw the other day he was able to tap into the one hundred one when he needed it, and it was kind of accurate. So, I'm excited. I'm really excited for him. I don't get the people that still don't like that he's a starter. Because I think at the very least, we have something that's going to be entertaining. Yeah, I agree. He could, he could end up being like a star of stars if he's a good starting pitcher. 
hey, with what that guy can bring to the table. And by the way, only 25 years old. Yeah. Turning 26 this year. So. Yeah, does he still live with Matheny? Live with Matheny? Is that a thing? Yeah, he was living with Matheny for a while when he got called up to the show. How old I do don't you think, think so. that was? Like, do you think that he came down to breakfast and was like, hey, uh, Skip, um, can you go ahead and put me in the game today? Or And Matheny like, 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 shut up and eat your Like a Friday Night Lights vibe. I don't know why I've always thought he. I've always thought Matheny looked like the guy that plays the coach in Friday Night Lights. He does. He does not. Kyle Chandler much cooler than Mike Matheny. I like Mike Matheny. Not a great manager, but I like him as a person. Okay. All right. Whatever. Hey, just a little bit from outside of anything else in baseball we need to get to. Um, the Dodgers are really good, and I'm tired of these organizations like the Reds. When you see a guy like Hunter Green, Jonathan India, and they just give away their um players for no reason. Yeah, we'll look over. I mean, we'll see. He didn't pitch well his first night. He's pitching tonight. He wasn't awful. He was all right. Yeah. He's young. But I just, I, it's so frustrating to see how much talent that team still has I and know. how much they gave away. And, like, Nick Castellanos put him on blast and was like, I don't, I, I mean, I would have gone back, but they didn't even talk to me. Poor Joe. So, Can we get him out of there? How do we get him out of there? He doesn't want to leave. You don't think so? You think he just stays there? Even no, he, he, said he, he said he doesn't want to win anywhere except for there ever. Yeah, I mean, I, hey, that's respectable. That is, it's very. He's almost done too. Like, there's some, there is something special still about being the guy on a team to get a statue built outside the stadium, which yeah. he will. And he he will. He'll also have one in Cooperstown. All y'all who don't agree with that, you need to maybe do a little deeper dive. At the very least, he should. Who knows how these voters are going to vote? Next step that he's going to. Okay, hey, all right. Listen, since you are currently joining us from a dorm room, well, unless you're a Taco Bell, but from a I'm dorm not. room in Champaign. How about those Illini going to get four-star guard Sky Clark, who was coveted by everybody in the nation? They've and then his like, brother ZZ just says, hey, big bro, think I'll come on and join you as well. And they got another recruit today that's pretty big. They've gotten like four pretty big recruits in the last couple of weeks, which is pretty cool. And if you Obviously, saw the, I will see what that does. But If you saw the vid of the guy, that the, the big man who was the top big man at Baylor and is heading here for next year, man, he was throwing him down. Interesting to see what Kofi does. Uh, have you talked to him at the bars? No, I stay away. Okay. All right. It makes me uncomfortable. Well, you talked to Plummer, He's so big. Right? I, yeah. I mean, a couple times. I don't, like, go up to him. They get flocked by people asking for pictures. Yeah, I would not. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's I like they're, they're 19-year-olds that got bounced in the second round for the second straight year. I'm <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, okay. Hey, uh, NBA playoffs started, right? So, let's uh, – obviously, my initial – um, my beginning of the year prediction was Golden State and the Bulls. It does not look like that's probably going to come to fruition because the uh, Phoenix, Chris Paul put on an absolute fourth quarter clinic last night. But here's the thing. He did not put on a clinic like Kyrie did. And I know they lost, but what? first of all, Kyrie, I, hey, you, you're going to judge me, whatever. I am becoming a bigger and bigger Kyrie fan every day. I thought you were going to go the opposite direction with what he did in the game yesterday. Loved it. I don't love it. Be a professional. Okay, here, let me explain. Okay, let me explain. I heard somebody talking about this earlier. Uh, let me explain. I, when you are going to allow people to come in and say whatever they want, like to fans, and they have that right, I get that. And I know they get, I don't like, I don't like when, when players get them kicked out, whatever. I don't like that. LeBron. I love that he's interacting with the fans and it's not going to get, in, it's not going to turn into a malice of the palace because he's not going to let it. That man, that man is on Ramadan right now. He's not even eating. He's not drinking water or anything. And he put on an absolute clinic the other night. And then he comes out in his press conference and he says, when people start yelling, pussy, bitch, and fuck you and all this stuff, there's only so much you can take. We're expected to be docile and humble. Nah, man, fuck that. It's the playoffs. Bingo. Agreed. 
I don't agree because the only person that has anything to lose in that situation is him. Oh, hey, that's so fine. go. He didn't. So go he win the game. He's gonna get fined. So, he did. So go he win the game. Fine. Go huh? win the game. Go win the game. That's enough. He didn't well, do that, he, and he looked like an he idiot. Put, he did everything he could to win that game. He didn't win the game. I, oh God. Now listen. Earlier, you told me when I said it's a results-oriented business, you told me that didn't matter. Baseball and basketball are the same thing. Yeah. Kyrie Irving has. First of all, Kyrie. Kyrie put on an absolute clinic yesterday. And here's the thing. I love it. Hey, I will tell you. I, hey, I've played at a much lower <laughs> high school level. But every time I stepped into Highland's gym, I got called every single thing. And I did a few stare downs. My coach did not like that. My coach didn't like a lot of what I did when I played basketball. I ran quite a bit in practice. However, however, we could shoot and I could shoot. And I let them know that a few times. I am not flipping them off. And whatever. But I got called a whole lot of names. On that court by Highland. I just think it comes off like he looks like a bitch. I, I he looks like a bitch. Him and Kevin Durant both do that shit. And unless you go out there and you win the game, you look like a bitch. Here's the thing. You know who I think looks more of a bitch? It's Russell Westbrook and LeBron and the guys who get him kicked out of the game. Russell Westbrook doesn't get I'm Russell Westbrook's in a different situation. That's not Well, okay, LeBron. There we go. Let's go to LeBron. Hey, that guy right there called me a name. Kick him out. I don't like no, that. No, well, he was saying – he said – the guy said that he wanted Bronny to die in a car crash. Too far. But again... That guy should be kicked out of the game and never be allowed back in the game. <laughs> Honestly, that's not okay. So you're that's not a, that's horrible. That's what you're telling me, because I see way worse than that. That's horrible. You should not be allowed to say that. I'm not arguing game. that. What I like is the banter back and forth. You, I mean, again, I, I know there's a line, and there's going to have to be a line, and I think David Silver and the boys are going to have to determine a line. Adam Silver. Adam, why do I... Good Lord. Adam Silver and the boys are going to have to determine a line. What is that line? I don't know. It should be fine. We'll determine that, and that's fine, okay? But how many times, and I this has happened to me a lot in my youth, sitting in the bleachers, I love the back and forth when the outfielders give it back. It's awesome. They'll flip you off. I've seen it. He looks like a bitch, and he lost the game. That's that's my thing. If you're going to do shit like that, you better back it up and win the well, game. He, you better not let Kevin Durant, you better not let Kevin Durant take a bad yeah. shot to end the game. Get open and make a shot and end it. Like, oh, don't. Okay. Don't be All the right. person who goes up there and does that and then lose the game. This, so he loses the game, too. Like, you look like a bitch. You look like a little whiny bitch who doesn't Whoa, play at the time. Like the guys, were, you the, like, were you the guy in the stands? No, he looks like, he looks he looks horrible. When you lose the game and you do that, you look I'm bad. on the train and go up to uh, – or go where were they? Brooklyn? Go, no, they were – where were they? Boston? You go to Boston. Also, shout out to Jason Tatum. What a layup on a great pass. That's to mention. He let Marcus March drop 20 on him. Yeah, like, well, that defense. is something. Like, you no, lost, you lost the game. <laughs> okay, well, right. then you're not going to win. All right, fine. They didn't. Fine. You do not have to agree with me on this. I, I don't get I don't get how you're okay with that when they go out there and lose. You look like a dumbass. You lost. <laughs> like, what? so what was your goal? You flipped off the crowd. Cool, you lost. You're down 0-1. Um, okay. You need to calm down there. I feel like you I don't understand these NBA players. Durant is the same shit. Durant has someone cheering for him okay. saying, take this game over, Durant. Kevin Durant. Clouds your ability to No, that's not true. There's a fan that said, come on, take this game over, KD. And he said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like the, the, the Nets are the most mentally weak team in the NBA, and oh, they're going to lose dude. in the first round to the Celtics like I told you they would. They're not Whoa. a good team. They lost, and he looks like an idiot. Whoa, we'll see. We'll I see. hate that team. I hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate that team. I hope they get bounced in the first round of four games. Oh, man. Just so everyone knows, Caleb loves Kyrie Irving and Kevin. I don't Irving. even have anything against Kyrie Irving. I think that's, he that's, did look made the most. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Giannis <laughs> the stud. Absolutely. Did they lose? Uh, no, they won. Both, the both lost. Made a, yeah, Levine could not make a shot last night. It seemed like he and DeRozan both. DeRozan was, was terrible. 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 First of all, Rosen was 5 for 26. Whoa. 
What? DeRozan was five for twenty six, which is horrible. That's what I'm saying. Alex Caruso kept him in that game last night. He is incredible defensively. Made some great passes. Hit a few shots here and there. Uh, Vucevic played pretty well, but Giannis did Giannis things. Scoring eighty six in a playoff game is not going to do it. And I'll tell you what: if if New Orleans, first of all. Two of the best coaches out there, and Willie Green and, and Monty Williams going head-to-head at it. They are fun, and, and I love those two guys. Man, the future's bright both there. But if Zion was playing, that might be a different game last night. Um, They're not letting him. I, I understand that. I'm you just see saying. how freaking big he is? He was doing 360 windmills and limping after he landed. I know. I know. I, yeah. I don't know. I can't stand him either. I don't want to get going on him. All right, all right. Okay. I've already heated up. The NBA has so many players that just grind my gears to the next level. You sound so just white does. right there. You sound so white. I am. Well, I am white, but they just frustrate me. Because yeah. it's like, just go you win the like game. Like, white, so. like, but just do – not shut up and dribble. Just go out there, and if mm. you're going to talk shit, talk shit, but win the game. Feels like you were close to going there. No, win the game. If you're not going to win the game, don't talk shit or win. Okay, so you don't want any talking of shit throughout the entire game. until. No, I don't want you flipping sport. off the crowd multiple times. After you went to Boston and made a mockery of yourself and were the worst teammate on the planet. And they were better without you. And then you come back and flip people off and lose. They have not won without him. They went to the conference finals without him when they he got hurt because he was such a cancer. Him. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown won them gone. And then he comes back, made He's those gone. that, and loses. Like, it's Actually, what are you doing? Was, everybody thought he was going to sign, and then he decided to leave. It wasn't had nothing to do with Jason Tatum. They did not like him. It was, that's, they that's were better not, with Terry Rozier. What's that say about him? I said that had nothing to do with it. So I just And also, my, my Timberwolves beat You have another Royce Clayton moment. No, I just don't – I don't get it. I don't get What the, about your Timberwolves? They won. I know. They beat the Grizzlies. Like, how about that? Kyle Anthony Towns is a dog. The Ant-Man. Yeah, he's – I mean, he's really good. I'll yeah. put, like, five bets on NBA last night. None of them hit. And the I'm very frustrated. The Caleb loves Patrick Beverly but hates Kyrie Irving. Pat Bev goes out there and wins when he talks shit. <laughs> and he uh, plays defense. Okay, all right. So, everybody, before we get out of here – we have a new segment that we are very, very excited for, and I'm just going to sit back and listen to the segment because, as all of you know, I know zero about what we're about to talk about. But, hey, this is a bound-to-be very successful segment, and it's one that I do believe probably tomorrow morning will be trending on Twitter. So, for the first, installment of, for the first installment of Caleb's Puck Off, A, eh? here's Caleb with some hockey talk. <laughs> Why did you not tell me you were going to call it that? How awesome um, is that name? It's a little – it was a little jarring at first, I'm going to be honest. I didn't see it coming. Caleb, and I definitely – Fuck off, your, eh? can, your Canadian accent needs a little bit of work. But hold on. I'm, I'm pulling something up real quick. I'm just going to talk about – look, I can't deal with that name. Okay, I'm going to talk about the Blues because I have – I'm in full transparency. I'm in full um, baseball mode right now. So I haven't been paying as much attention as I should. But the Blues right now – are on an absolute heater. They they played a back to back. Whatever whatever person schedules um, NHL games and decided to put the Blues in a back to back against the Wild and the Predators at the end of their season, that guy should be punched in the throat. But they won both of them after blowing a five to one lead. Right, four to one, four to one lead um, on Saturday. That would have been they they end up winning in overtime because Braden Shen. Thank God. And then all they do, Dad, the next day after emptying the tank in OT, they win 8-3 to three against the Preds, another in-conference game, to push them farther back to stay one point ahead of Minnesota. I mean, they're going to they're gonna get the two seed. And if they get the two seed, they're um, 
11 0 and 1 in their last 12 games against the Wild. And that's who they're going to get in the first round. And if they get home field advantage, I mean, home ice advantage, they they might make some noise in the playoffs if you want to get excited about something. I am excited. I even – hold on. Your your, uh, your mom and I went to the wineries on Saturday. That was a hell of a good time. Ended up staying in a haunted hotel. Did not know the place was haunted. Heard a few things. Did not really like. But it was cool. Whatever. feel like I was set up on that one. But uh, at the winery, look down. It's 4-1, to one, firmly winning. Um have a few great drinks with your mom. Get in the uh, old uh, taxi service we got to take us back to our our hotel. And uh, I said, "So the blue looked, looked like again." My hockey knowledge really was shaken on this day. I said, "So Blues won," and the guy goes, "Nope, headed to overtime." I'm like, what the? F- what happened? Yeah, you texted you texted me and you said, "What happened with this game?" I said, "I said don't want to talk about it." Went in overtime. I did. Thank God. Yeah. The Wild didn't even touch the puck in overtime, but. How about how does this sound to you, Dad? Down the stretch after playing poorly for weeks, they trade for Nick Letty. Be honest with you, I I hated it. You did. Time. You told me it was the worst deal they've ever made. The, yeah, because Army just pulls off heists all the time. He did it again. Well, not known. I mean, unbeknownst to me, is that right? Sounds good. Either way, um, I'll be known. And then all they do is go on a twelve-game point streak and a nine-game winning streak. Yep. And the against. Like, top, the only team they've lost to is Oilers, who are the hottest team in the NHL right now. And then they go on to beat the Flames, Coyotes, and Kraken, who suck. They beat the Wild. Then twice. they beat the Islanders. I know. I was getting to that. Oh, Bruins, sorry. sorry. Uh, who are really good. They've been hot. Sabres suck. But then they beat the Wild again. And then they go on and beat the Preds and embarrass them in Smashville. I mean, Preds this dead, team is huh? rolling right now. Uh, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. Okay. But, um, that was like me yeah, saying they, the taxi driver blues one. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, no, the Preds are not dead. They, we, they, we just uh, seven goals in one period, Dad. That's a franchise was, record. I was incredibly excited to like have a talk with the taxi guy about the blues, <laughs> the blues winning, winning and thought, hey, I got an in here. And then he shot. I couldn't believe it. And then they win. And then they win. Was it Shen who scored? Yeah, Shen. Shen scores. They win. I thought the guy was going to drive us right into the <laughs> He started like screaming. He's like yelling. I, I look at my wife and I'm like, we're going to die right here because this guy is going to take us right into the, like, we thought we had a safe driver from the winery. It, it, did not know that's how that was going to go. How does 102 points and a plus 69 point, um, um, point differential sound to you? Because I think that sounds pretty good with a 671 point percentage. I mean, in any almost any other um, division in the West, they'd be winning, but Colorado's a wagon, so they're just not I mean, going to lose to them. But sounds very good, I mean, eh? They're going to get Colorado in the second round if they are able to beat the Wild. And Colorado's a little banged up right now, and we play them the second last game of the year. So I'm not going to say go headhunting. But if Nathan McKinnon is on end on one of his skates, I might give him a little bit of a, a hard check into the boards. All right. Just see if you can maybe like get a tooth loose or something and scare him. To, just to clarify, Caleb is okay with hurting other athletes. Only in hockey. not okay with Tyree talking trash. Only in hockey. Okay. It's a different world in there, Dad. They're Anything vicious. else you need to add about the NHL there? Hey. Um stop. Um no, I'm 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 really tuning in with the blues right now. The Golden Knights disappointing, probably not gonna make the playoffs, which is shocking. And the Florida Panthers are just the most ridiculous team I've ever seen in my life. Now they we won't just win every night. The old cupper, right? If they I, yeah, if they make it. I mean they still got some tough teams to play, but Okay. I mean, the East is loaded. I'm glad we're not in the East. Somehow we made it to the West, and Missouri don't know how that happens. Yeah. But 
Um, yeah, I think uh, we've been we've been in the West since I can ever remember. I, I'm not. I don't. I mean, yeah, the division realignment put us in the Central for the first time. But because yeah, Detroit and Chicago used to be with us, which always kind of make gave me a headache. But whatever. Yeah, Chicago's still with us, and Detroit is not. They're in the East now. But okay. um, and the Golden Knights. But um, um, also, just so our viewers know, I did just find out that you and I are facing each other in fantasy, so I'm sure that they are going to die to know how that ends up. My team shit the bed last week. Hard. Yeah, well, your team sucks. Like, your team's dead. My team's fantastic. Dude, it's not my fault Mike Trout took a ball to – what the oh, – by the way, we didn't talk about this. Mike Trout's hurt right now. He tried yeah. to catch a ball that was going to hit him. So taking did. it off his 280-pound body and being fine. I don't yeah. get it. Well, but, yeah, that's that's the end to my whatever you called my puck. Uh, I don't know what you said. Hey, thank you, everybody, for listening to – the first episode of Caleb's Puck Off, eh? That's good. That's a good Let's wrap this thing up. I think we've gone too long. That was a good starter. Like they call that, I think, the pilot episode. That was good. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's going to be focused on the blues, to be yeah, honest. That's good. You. All right, we will keep that rolling. We'll keep that train rolling. Uh, also, one last thing before we get out of here T's and P's, Byron Buxton. Maybe only a week. It looked way worse than that. Uh, if it's only a week, that is, <coughs> that is fantastic me. news. Yeah. I need him on the field for one. And we're not going to be 162 anymore, but for 140. Reminder, tomorrow, Yachty comes out of said tomb to catch for Wayno, right? Yeah, his knees are going to be feeling great. Okay. Tuesday, he might be a little banged up, though. I mean, Wednesday. All right. All right. All right, dude. Anything else you want to add before we get the hell out of here? No, I think I do want to say one last thing about the Cardinals. I think they need to win five. Five Four, at the least. Four, but I think they need Four to try and, and win we'll five. Take. Yeah, five. I, would be you can't, I almost think you can't lose to Cincinnati. They've got to. They've no. got to win against the bad teams. They're going to struggle against the upper echelon of the National League, which has gotten that roster of top teams in the National League has gotten bigger. Of teams, they're going to be very hard to take a series from. So you really got to go in and take advantage of the middling teams like the Marlins and the bad teams like the Reds. I'm going to go back. That's to what the, the Dodgers do. Go back to the TLR thought school school of thought. Uh, win series and you'll be okay. Don't lose to the Reds. Don't I mean. It. You can't view it. They're that disrespectful way. to the sport. Don't lose. We lost to the Pirates. Like, come on. Now you shouldn't do that either. I'm gonna be honest. Well, we you. did. The great the teams that go and win divisions, they they sweep teams that are as bad as the Reds are. All right. Well, let's go. Hey, we will. Uh, we'll probably come back with you guys after the Red Series. I assume, right? That's probably when we'll get together again. Yeah, next Monday. Yeah, Sunday maybe. We didn't get into the Red Series. I guess we could have, but you know, we had a lot nah. of other things we need to talk about. So, all right. Hey, once again, guys. Uh, Please remember, if, you, if you're not following us on all the socials, we greatly appreciate it. You can find us on Facebook at more you at the More You Noble Sports Podcast. I think you can just type that in. Um, a lot of cool, a lot of good banter going on over there. That's really, really cool. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at More Underscore Noble. Obviously, you can find Caleb and Caleb's uh, Puck Off, eh? Uh, hockey Talk on Twitter at Caleb Noble 08 on Twitter. That's a good find there. Uh, we'd appreciate if you find us on your favorite podcast platform and give us a five-star rating. That would be awesome. You guys are the absolute best. Once again, go Cards as we uh, head to the worst stadium in the National League and then what looks like one of the most beautiful ones in Cincinnati. So should be a fun six days, uh, six games ahead of us, and uh, go Cards. So everybody out there, take care of each other. Stay safe. Uh, be good to each other. Enjoy the upcoming weather. Hopefully it looks like it could get warm here in the Midwest. I am tired of, tar- of rain and cold. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get into the time for the May flowers. I'm done with the April showers. Everybody be good out there. Take care. Cheers. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know.
You know it. It's the more you know it.